Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask Jolene. I'm Nikki Willis, and as y'all can see, my boo, my honey, my love is not here today, but we have a very special guest. Vicki Greco is in the building, and I want you guys to put your business hats on. She is a business consultant. She has worked with all kinds of businesses, all kinds of people, and we're gonna put our business hats on and we're gonna answer some questions, especially for you, you new business owners and those of you who are aspiring business owners, this is one that you're gonna wanna listen up to. All right, here we go. Well, everybody, I have got Vicki Greco here with me of Silent G Consulting. She is an expert in her field, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to let her. Vicki, I'm going to let you tell everybody what it is that you do. Well, my name is Vicki Greco, and I do run Silent G Consulting, which is under a DBA of a few different businesses. Nevada Small Business Consulting is what I brand. That's how you know me if you follow me on social media at social media on my Instagram. You can follow me at Nevada Small Business Consulting, guys. Cool. Anyway, a little bit about me. 20 years in the legal field, running a law firm, a practicing law, saw the need of so many people coming in with problems. Mm -hmm. And 20 years of dealing with other people's problems made me make a change <laughs> in my business. And I now uh, do business consulting. I don't give legal advice. You can't take away my experience, but I want you in the beginning to help you avoid needing a lawyer in the end. Oh, and most good. people don't understand that their business should be a baby. Oh, that's good. And we should protect our babies at all costs. At I all love costs. that. I love that. Okay, so Vicki, we've got a lot of people um, that watch who are budding entrepreneurs, who are budding investors, and we want to, I just want to just kind of start at the foundation. Um, so let's talk about LLCs because I know that's like super common. Um, so when someone's starting with an investment, why is it so important to put it in an LLC instead of in their, in their personal name? Okay. I don't make assumptions. That's one thing you'll know about me if you do get to know me, but I have to make an assumption on that scenario. Mm -hmm. An investment property would make you assume that the person has other assets because they're at a point where they're just not buying their first personal home, they're actually getting an investment. Okay. So if you have personal assets, a home, a bank account, a 401k, retirement, um, family inheritance, anything you can, other properties, mm -hmm. okay? Other properties, other investment properties, you are going to be renting this investment property out, we'll assume, you have people living in there. People can slip, people can fall. I don't like to be worst case scenario, faulty electric could take out a whole block of family sleeping one night. God forbid. Yeah. That happens and you own it in your personal name, you lose all your assets. Wow. Because they can come after you. Yeah. The word LLC stands for, or the acronym LLC stands for Limited Liability Company. It does just that. It limits your liability personally mm -hmm. for what may happen within that company. A limited liability company for investment purposes of properties will hold that property 
And as long as that limited liability company is structured and following all of the rules and regulations of the state and federal that it was set up in, yeah. it will not be pierced. Piercing the corporate veil is what you want to avoid because a lot of people have LLCs right. that went on LegalZoom <laughs> and set it up themselves for two ninety nine, right. And for some reason, they think that that makes them a legitimate business owner. Right. Guys, there's... Nevada state regulations, Nevada tax identification, health department codes, yeah. city licenses, that you operating agreements that you need if somebody actually sues you. Mm -hmm. uh, most people don't realize this, but if they have their business and then they take Venmo, Zelle, or Cash App and it's going into their personal business instead of their LLC Is that to avoid well? your peers. Wow. Done. Wow. Yeah. That's good information. So you have you have on your website it says it's five mistakes to avoid when choosing your business entity. I think that's this is really interesting. So can we go to sure. those five? Okay, cool. So the first one is just not forming an entity. I think we just already talked about that. You know, even a lot. Let me. We're sitting at Remax today. Mm -hmm. You're with Remax. Yeah. Uh -huh. A lot of realtors. Let's talk about realtors since yeah. we're in a real estate office. Mm -hmm. A lot of realtors do not ever form a company. They default, and nobody wants to be a default. Everybody laughs when I call the realtors defaults mm. because you're a default entity into a sole proprietor. Yeah. But what you are is a 1099 independent contractor. Yep. Anybody that's a 1099 independent contractor that's successful, mm -hmm. and I don't know what's successful to you, but successful to me is making at least $50,000 a year, mm -hmm. needs to set up an LLC because of the tax benefit and the tax structure that you can get by avoiding that double self-employment tax that you have to pay yes. on a t as, as a 1099. Yep, yep. Jamin and I, we both have LLCs for mm -hmm. our real estate business. And they have to be passed through as an S-Corp because yes, if not, once again, so you become a default business, which is a sole proprietor. That's what the IRS calls you guys if you're a sole proprietor. The IRS sees you as a default. Okay. And then if you become an LLC and you do it quickie on LegalZoom and you don't file what's called a 2553 to pass you through as an S Corp, mm -hmm. guess what the IRS calls you then? A disregarded entity. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. This is so good. Okay. So number two then is failing to research your options. I think that goes back under like just default and like just people just think I just need an LLC, mm -hmm. but they don't know why. Right. And you know, and my company LLCs, tries yeah. to avoid that. But if somebody calls me up and says, I want an LLC, I'm mm -hmm. saying, and how much is it? Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to know how much it is. Well, I have to compete with LegalZoom because everybody out there wants cheap. Of course unfortunately. And so I'll give you that package, but all that you're going to get is an LLC and an EIN, but there's so much more you need. But if I got into that on the phone call from somebody calling wanting cheap, yeah. they're not going to understand that. Right. So I'll offer the service and then afterwards I'll send them an email saying, here's what else you need to know. Yeah. And that is something that LegalZoom doesn't do. Yeah. Now, a lot of people call and say, I don't know what I want, Vicki. I saw your website. And then they'll pay for a consultation to understand what you guys are getting free because of this fabulous lady right here. You're welcome. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's 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 very important to, um, you know, we've, we've talked about finding someone who is a specialist in what they do. And I know it's, 
you know, we as entrepreneurs, we wear all these different hats, but guys, it's time to take the, some of these hats off. And especially when it comes to, you know, structuring your, your, your business and starting that foundation, you want your foundation right. You want it set right. What I say to this to my clients is what I'm considered is a structural specialist. Mm. You ask me for tax advice, I'm punting you to a tax CPA. Mm -hmm. You ask okay. me for bookkeeping advice, I'm punting you to my bookkeeping people. You ask me for payroll, you're going somewhere else. People say, hey, Vicki, CPAs can do all three. Mm. Guess what? If that CPA unfortunately passes away, or sells their business, what happens to your business if wow. one person's handling all your finances? It's all going down. So I use three. I My SEO, my search engine optimization, you can find my uh, website at silentgconsulting.com. I have somebody that does my organic SEO, but then I also have somebody else that does my pay-per-click ads. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know how to even get into my website. Mm -hmm. But what happened if one of them passed away or something happened to one of them? Was I going to shut down my business because I didn't know? Right. So now I have two people and both persons could take over for the other one if something happened and they know it. And so I get a little bit of better work from both of them. <laughs> so, That's why. Okay. I got a lot That's of why. tips on how to run a business. Yay. Okay. Not so, just structure. Yeah. So speaking of running a business, you, you mentioned in your, your third mistake um, in choosing a business entity is focusing on the short term, not the long term. Can right. you like share a little bit on that? So what I could explain it in terms of my business. Now, you wouldn't want to take business advice from someone who hasn't had multiple successful businesses. Okay. And uh, I've oh, yeah, had I about mean, receipts, you know? five or six, mm -hmm. right? What I'm talking about is a business plan. Every business plan should have a short term goal, a long term goal a goal for today. Before I go to bed at night, I know what I need to do today. Before I go to bed on the last day of the month, I know what I need to accomplish by the end of next month. Yes. At every quarter, I determine what I need to accomplish for this quarter. Mm -hmm. And I have meetings and projections, even though I'm a one woman show. I don't have to be a one woman show. I choose to be at this point in my life because I like flexibility. And I have to understand what I'm talking about, yeah. the, the goals and things like that. Yeah. What's important to you? What's important to me? I turn clients down because I have been around the business for so long mm -hmm. that certain personalities I don't want to work with. Mm -hmm. And I'm at a point I don't have to. Yeah. That's part of my business plan. My business plan is you come at me sideways, you're done. I'm done. Yeah. I don't even let you hire me so that I can fire you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's important too. I mean, you know, everything that glitters isn't gold. No. Everything that's shiny shouldn't be yours. And so, yeah, it, it is important to understand who your ideal client is and whether you fit for that, whether you're a good fit for that person and whether they are a good fit for you. So many people open up businesses just because it's something they're good at. And I think mm. you said that earlier, mm -hmm. but they have no idea what it, who their target audience is, what their price point is, yeah. what their overhead is going to be. Yeah. That's doing your research, guys. Absolutely. It's called a business plan. And a business plan for me to do for somebody is two to $10,000. Yeah. If you don't have two to $10,000 to invest in a business that you're going to put money into, yeah. 
then you should be doing that stuff yourself before Absolutely. you invest that money because I can't tell you how many people come to me. Most of my clients that I get for the consulting end mm -hmm. are coming in to me after they've already failed two businesses. Mm -hmm. And they've spent 20, 30, 40, yeah. $50,000 and they got lot. nothing. They and they lot. know that they have a good idea. Right. But they don't know what to do. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, you know, just hearing you say this, and I mean, I've been an entrepreneur now, oh gosh, almost 12 years, and I've made so many mistakes, you know, one after another, and that's why, you know, Jamin and I, we had to say, no, let's get, let's get somebody here, let's, let's get some, some help here to get the right foundation, I mean, especially moving, you know, we moved across the country, and, you know, I know for even a lot of you guys that are watching, you know, some of you guys don't have plan B's. So it is important for you to get in there, get your research, and if you can't, get some help. And that is okay. I want people to know that it's okay because what we're trying to do, like you said, avoid these mistakes and avoid all this stuff before they're going to need a lawyer and whatnot. It's not even about needing a lawyer before they fail their business. Mm -hmm. There's so many things to think about in business. Like I said, I look at it like taking a child from birth to 18, mm. right? You're taking an idea to hopefully make you very, very successful right. and not have to work every day. Yeah. Isn't that the that's ultimate the goal? That's the ultimate goal, yes. Right? That's the ultimate so goal. do you have a kid that's born and never take it to the pediatrician? Mm. Do you have a kid and never take them to the dentist? What's gonna happen to their teeth and their health? So they might be okay, but they're not going to be healthy, yes, right? You want a healthy business? You have other things to do other than just what your business does. That's so good. Okay, so number four, the fourth mistake to avoid, considering tax advantages alone. And that would be the difference. This could take two hours to explain to most people. Mm -hmm. But I will just bring you back to disregarded entity by the IRS. Okay. When you file for an LLC, there's two reasons you do it. We talked about the protection. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is you don't have to be classified as a disregarded entity, which means you're still going to be taxed as a sole proprietor. Okay. So some independent contractors don't really care about the liability levels. Okay. Like a realtor doesn't really think that they have liability. Oh, and, or that they're going to get sued. Yeah. And they say, oh, well, my broker covers the insurance. <laughs> okay. Let's leave that there and just yeah. say for a second, every realtor's right. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> and we'll say a realtor comes in because they cannot afford, because they're successful making 100, 200,000 a year, mm -hmm. to be taxed at 16%, which is, I think it's 15.16% of every dollar. That's so basically, 15, 16 cents of every dollar on their 1099. Mm -hmm which on $100,000 is 16000 If you get that LLC and don't do the 2553 to get that S-Corp tax advantage, you're mm -hmm. still going to get that tax structure. The mm -hmm. LLC doesn't automatically come with it. You have to file a 2553 form to get that S-Corp tax advantage. And then when you have that tax S-Corp, mm -hmm. you have to become an employee of your company, right. whether figuratively or legally. I'm legally an employee of my company, mm -hmm. but I get a lot of benefits by being an employee of my company because how many of you guys have employers that pay into your retirement? Yeah. 
So now instead of paying all my extra money to Uncle Sam, my company, which is me, pays me extra money towards my retirement. That's so smart. There's so many, listen guys. Yeah. I don't have all this information. That's for my financial advisor. Mm -hmm. I'm a consultant. Right. I put you in places where you need to be mm -hmm. after I build your structure. Yeah. I mean, also, let me just pause right here. It's good to get a consultant that is resourceful. She's obviously already, you've talked about taxes, you've talked about payroll, you've talked about um, you know financial things. But like you said, you're a woman, woman show, you are a business consultant, but you have all these other resources that you can direct people to that will help you in the long run. We're talking about the long game here. You'll be able to read the book one day. It's going to be called Lever Leverage Your Network. Oh, okay. Plug for Leverage Your Network. Okay. Well, yeah, we, we're going to have to have you back on when it launches. That's going to be good. <laughs> That's going to be good. Okay. So the fifth one, fifth thing to avoid, keeping it casual with multiple owners. Okay, mm. so now we're getting into some real serious stuff and I won't even set these up without a consultation, mm. but if you're gonna have multiple owners that are non-married, mm -hmm. you have to have certain things like agreements mm -hmm. and how you're gonna pay back the capital contributions. And what's gonna happen if you and I go into partnership. Yeah. I'm single, you're married, mm. but me and you are partners. What happens if you and your husband get divorced? Yeah. Now, is your husband going to want to come in and be a mouthpiece and have say on your 50%? So now he's got the 25 wow. or is there something put in play that, that automatically buys him out? Wow. So be careful before you go into business with multiple partners because just because they might be giving you some moolah mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's the best decision. And so you really, really need to consult with a licensed attorney or a business consultant in that position right there. That's good. Yeah. That's so good. And, and, you know, yes, they might be your best friend that you've known forever, that you grew up with, and you know their mom and, and auntie and them went to church and all that stuff. At the end of the day, you need things in writing. You need operating agreements. Um, you think you need things legally that will protect you should something happen. Ask yourself this. Would you be going into partnership with them if you didn't need something from them to bring to the table? If you need something from them to bring to the table, you need something in writing. Mm. Oh, that's a word, Vicky. <laughs> that is a word. I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, I think that's that just buttons it up right there. I mean, those are really key points. Um, Vicky, why don't you tell everybody again where you are? And I'm going to put everything in the description below. So don't worry. Um, if you want to hire Vicky as your business consultant, um, yeah, definitely go ahead and do that. Um, we kind of talked a little, we talked mostly about LLCs. Um, do you want to touch on trust? Because we've talked about that. So once again, I use a, a consultant that I've worked with for 10 years doing the trust. People think, well, I don't need a uh, uh, LLC mm -hmm. for my investment property because I'm going to put it into a trust. Mm -hmm. And by the way, guys, if you have any property and you don't have a trust, you need to give us a call ASAP because anything that is valued as personal property, even $100,000 in the bank account is considered personal property with regards to estates automatically goes into probate mm. if you don't have a living trust to avoid probate. A living trust to avoid probate 
does just that. Mm -hmm. It avoids probate. So if you own a home and you have a business mm -hmm. and you die, it doesn't automatically go to your husband. It doesn't no. automatically go to your kids. That's it automatically goes to the state. People don't understand that in Nevada we have no state tax. Right. So everybody needs to make money somehow. That's right. And so that's how the courts make money by throwing your assets into probate mm -hmm. and they'll take 40% out for their fees and then distribute. Right. So why wouldn't you spend two to five thousand dollars to protect that? Yeah. If you're working to get things, you've got to protect them, guys. Exactly. Now there's living trust to avoid probate. If you have investment property, it needs to be in the living trust to avoid probate, but putting it in a trust does not protect your assets like people think. Okay. There, are, there is an asset protection trust, okay. which is called an irrevocable trust, but you have to have it for two years before the assets become protected. Okay. And that's for people that never need to touch it. So that's for like the investor on steroids okay. that might have 10 properties mm -hmm. and he's never gonna need to take the money out of seven of them. Okay. So people that have millions of dollars use those. Okay. I, I don't know too many people that come to me for that type of situation. People that are doing those types of things have huge law firms managing their money and doing that kind right. of stuff managing so for regular them. people like you and me okay. it's just a living trust to avoid probate you throw your investment property into an llc your llc protects your personal liability mm -hmm. and now when and if you die that llc property goes to the trustee and goes on and carries on into your estate and whoever you want to leave it to without having to go into probate okay people don't know that no i i you know Probate lawyers make a lot of money. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have a very close uh, family member who the property is going through probate. And Prince, Michael Jackson, all of them. People, people think that they're untouchable. They're never going to die. I, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit different. I believe in protecting things because my mom and brother were killed in a car accident when mm -hmm. I was young. So I just know catastrophes do happen. I don't like to scare tactic people into doing things, yeah, yeah, but you have to be educated. Yep. And if you have enough money to have certain things, you have to have enough money to protect them. Wow, that's so good. Thank you, Vicki. Wow. Well, y'all, that has been some words of wisdom from Vicki Greco with Silent G Consulting. Vicki, I'm going to put all your information sure. um, below. So if you want to hire a Vicki, um, if you want to have a consulting session, whatever it is that you need, especially if you're starting a business, go ahead and give her a call now so that you have the right foundation. And also we do help with zoning, mm. licensing. So there's different businesses regulated mm -hmm. and, and per, uh, privileged. Mm -hmm. You guys are privileged because you're realtors, right? Regulated are things like gaming, mm -hmm. alcohol, marijuana, uh, anything in health, mm -hmm. okay? Restaurants, I do a lot with the health department, zoning. The biggest thing I see people come and say, oh, I, I, I rented, I leased a property to open a restaurant mm -hmm. and I need your help. Well, 
it's not zoned late. for a restaurant. A little too late. A little too late. Yeah. You know how much it, it costs to change the special use on zoning? Mm -hmm. So you really need to think about those things before you guys go forward. That's good. That's so good. All right. Well, thank you so much, Vicki. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe below. Click that button in the corner subscribe. and click that bell. Yes. So that you are notified every single time we upload new content. Well, Vicki, thank you so thank much you for, for joining us. Me. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.